Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Soft opening, invited the media, and nobody got to eat. <laughs> Not a good sign. <laughs> Not a good sign. They were off to a very, very rocky start. They seated everybody at once, and then nobody got fed. And uh, I would imagine the reviews would be somewhat unflattering for this particular place. They used to be a great joint, taken over by new management. They tried to do the right thing. It was an epic failure. As we are when it comes to college basketball, Luby, and you know this to be a fact, and we've talked to many experts. We have friends that are coaches. We've talked to many, many coaches over the course of the season watched enough highlights on ESPN to have some kind of a fix about what's going on. But there's a reason, people. There's a reason that the cleaning lady routinely wins the office pool when it comes to the NCAA tournament. And it's time right now, Louie, would you agree that if you're going to be betting on games in the NCAA tournament, you might want to zero in a little bit and get some kind of perspective on what's going on in the game. Uh, does that seem fair or is it a little bit early even? Is it a premature evaluation on our part, to even think for a second that we might do a little research ah. in handicapping the NCAA tournament. But but it's almost impossible, right? It, it kind of reminds you of the song, What Kind of Fool Am I ah. That Never Watched a Game? What do you think, Libby? You're freezing up a little bit on me on the screen there, but uh, we, we want your thoughts anyway. Uh, I There you go. Um, I think it would be smart of us. It to... looks like a kung fu movie, what I'm watching right now. Yeah, Is it I mean, still bad? You're out of sync. Is it still go bad? ahead. I I think we should have a clue. I don't. I grew up watching college basketball all year long incessantly, and it didn't help me with brackets. So I don't no. know if anything helps you with brackets at all. But I think if you're going to talk about it, if you watch it, it makes you look smarter. <laughs> well, the worst part of it all is uh, that uh, you know, as you start to zero in on this stuff, you realize how little you actually know about the game. I mean, take the example of yesterday. And we mentioned on this program that uh, UConn looks to be unbeatable. Yes. That they're in a class by themselves. I was reading a couple of articles about it and uh, various reporters who I have great respect for and uh, guys that write editorials about sports were proclaiming that uh, not only is Danny Hurley now among the elite coaches of all time, uh, that he's right up there with the Wizards, who, by the way, <laughs> had a lot of help there from that Sam Gilbert guy, that booster. That was, uh, I mean, how on earth? What we've, we've speculated on this forever. I don't know that we've ever gotten the answer. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, when he was Lou Alcindor before he went to UCLA, did not want to leave his bedroom. He was curled up in the fetal position every time a recruiting letter came in, and his mother would read it to him and say, "Yeah, hey, yeah, Lou, uh, you want to go to uh, Purdue? You want to go to Ohio State? And he was like, I don't want to leave home, Mama. Then all of a sudden, he goes as far away as he possibly can from his uh, digs in New York and ends up uh, in, in Westwood playing for the Wizard. And you would have to think that maybe there were a couple of dinners over at this guy Sam Gilbert's house. <laughs> before all of that took place. So, uh, you know, we know that the game isn't completely on the level and never has been but when it comes to uh, recruiting and things of this nature. And now with the NIL, we don't know. It's the Wild West. Uh, it's a real clusterfuck for coaches. Uh, they're, they're dropping like flies, and uh, all, all kinds of changes are taking place that 
the NCAA and its membership are unable to keep up with because uh, they created a situation, right? Fine mess you've gotten us into this time. So it's made it especially difficult, to, certainly from year to year, to figure out who's going to be good in college basketball. But just yesterday on this program, Luby, and, and I think you nodded in agreement. I'm not sure. But uh, we, we were saying that UConn appears to be light years ahead of everybody else. That, yes. that it's a race for second place at this point. Yep. So what do they do? They go out there and... <laughs> like the biggest bird you can fucking think of. I mean, uh, with me, it was always a reference to the horror movie Rodan. And Rodan well, was this giant bird that would take on Godzilla and other monsters uh, of its era. And, uh, I mean, a Rodan-sized egg. I mean, they laid last night against Creighton. Creighton, a decent team. I, I don't know. Do you consider Creighton to be some kind of sleeper team? Do they no, win no. one, two NCAA tournament games? Or are they well-established enough? I mean, the last player I remember from Creighton, it was a guy named Neil Johnson who was kind of in the Kurt Rambis mode with the uh, New York Knicks many years ago where they're starting some nondescript white guy. And you're thinking, what is he doing in this lineup? How is he in the starting lineup? When you got Michael Cooper coming off the bench. I know they played different positions, but they had better players before uh, they would have gotten to Rambis. Uh, who did, uh, I don't want to do your dirty work. He did a lot of that sloppy stuff. He was a modern-day version of Bailey Howell at that time. A guy that was uh, always in the mix there under the basket, getting garbage baskets and things like that, and willing to do all of the dirty work, all of the little things in the floor game that kind of uh, help a team as a catalyst become a very good team while, while their superstars are basking in the glory of uh, making all these tremendous shots. But uh, he, he was like, do you remember anybody from Creighton? Uh, I'm sure they've had players that they put in the pros since because – they have been a somewhat prominent program. Yes, uh, they, your, fa- your favorite guy, Kyle Corver from Creighton. Kyle Corver, there yes. you go. And Dougie McBuckets, McDermott was also Creighton. Crane's actually like uh, mini Gonzaga, right? Like Gonzaga's got to the point where they're just a power East school. Coast and Gonzaga, okay. Well, I, well no, I mean Gonzaga's Not like sure a power they were in school. That category. Gonzaga's yeah. a power school. They become literally like a new blood, where like they're a top ten program. They get five stars. They they're not considered a small school anymore. Creighton is still, I guess, considered that. But look, they're top twenty five every year. They're right now top fifteen. They go to yes. the tournament every year. They and they're going to go on the rise now. Yes, they usually win games every year in the tournament. They're they're a legitimate program right okay. now. Um, and the big they're in the I guess the Big East. I mean, so it's a legitimate college basketball conference. And they made the mark last night. <laughs> How did the Big East, whose membership have become unrecognizable to anybody who followed the original and traditional Big East, how did they end up being so uh, talented uh, this year? It, it's pretty incredible when you think about it because uh, you would have thought that the conference was decimated with all the defections, especially uh, any number of elite teams that ended up in the ACC and uh, other conferences, and yet the Big East still uh, looms as being very formidable and can't be discounted when it comes around to tournament time. There you go, Louie. There's a, a classic example <laughs> of what being a gas bank sportscaster is all about. Because we just finished saying that we know nothing about this. We, we had declared yesterday that UConn was the elite team, that it was so far separate from everybody else, there's not even a 1A or a 1B, that it's UConn and the rest of the field, and they go out and get shellacked after they annihilated Marquette in their previous ball game, they get shellacked last night by Creighton. Uh, relatively, I mean, you would still have to say, in spite of the accolades uh, and and the factual uh, truths that that you just uh, gave about Creighton, that uh, still, I mean, it's a stretch to think of Creighton knocking off a team that had won 14 straight Big East basketball games and uh, appeared to have established this uh, giant separation from uh, everybody else in the field. Now, now we know this, uh, and and they get crushed like a grape. So yes. 
throw everything out the window. This happened uh, last night. Now, it's uh, not uncommon for, I mean, you have some, uh, you know, fabled undefeated teams that have gone all the way and gone through the season without losing a game. That happens, but it's not happening this year. No. And I, I, I don't know. Would you still consider after this one loss where they get creamed by 20 points that, that uh, UConn is uh, in a situation where they're in a class by themselves going into the NCAA tournament? That could be no, a no. very slippery slope no, they, to take they, that contention. Into look, I, I wouldn't take last night's action and write them off suddenly, but they're human. <laughs> like they just t- took a top five team and beat the crap out of them. Um, and then they got railroaded last night. I mean, they were just, and look, Creighton couldn't miss early, but still, usually it settles down, and then the, the, the top team figures it out, whatever. The fact that Creighton kept it up all night and won by double digits lets you know UConn's human, and this is just a weird freaking year. There's just, there, it's, I haven't paid any attention this year. I openly admit it. Look, by now, I usually have an idea of who's great. I have But that no puts idea. you in perfect shape. That makes you a very dangerous commodity in predicting the outcome of these games. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. (laughs) You know how embarrassing it was when we were at the radio station and we would routinely finish near the bottom of the pack after the first day of the NCAA tournament pool? Yep. And everybody would be giving us that look like you get, you know, when you go to the doctor's office, they'd be giving you that look as if to say, uh, you know what, Uh, you guys are supposed to know this shit. Yep. You guys are supposed to have an advantage. It turned out the biggest degenerate gamblers in any organization is always, uh, you know, coming out of the sales department. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> these guys they're making big money and they're willing to throw it away yep. i was always surprised at the uh, magnitude the largesse of the bets that some of these guys were making where you're thinking oh fuck i feel like shit i lost a hundred dollars last night on this ball game and i you know then you go in all the details oh i can't believe it there was a free throw with three seconds ago and the guy breaks it yeah nobody cares nobody wants to hear you complaining and retching about your uh, losses i mean is that the most meaningless worthless conversation you could ever hold with yep. somebody <laughs> nobody's listening guy comes up to you with the track oh my god i left out the three it's like because you're a fucking idiot that's why you left out the three you always leave out the three you leave out the key horse every time no one wants to hear you crying no one wants to hear your belly aching nobody no. wants to hear you fetching everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But uh, th- th- this is going to happen, and you're almost better off coming in with a completely blank mind about uh, all of this stuff and no opinion whatsoever. Now, now we've had success betting on uh, teams that were named after racetracks, which is one of my theories going into the NCAA tournament that I think, I mean, think how solid that is. Uh, that is on some solid ground that that theory is. <laughs> Call me Bill James, man. I mean, I may as well be writing baseball abstract coming up with this one. Monmouth usually, uh, you know, puts up a little bit of a threat when they get in. Belmont. Pretty good. I, I believe there's a Pimlico College. Is that possible? But I don't think they've ever made the NCAA tournament. Oh, no, is there? University of Santa Anita is where I would have liked to have gone to school. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they're not sanctioned by uh, any educational uh, network and or uh, commodity that uh, could possibly get you a degree from the University of Santa Anita. But that's uh, where a lot of my college education kind of evaporated into uh, a desperate situation where you're thinking, how the fuck can I get my hands on some more money? 
But, uh, you know, uh, theories, bizarre theories aside, uh, you're looking at a field this year where it is unlikely that three of the four final four teams are going to make it back into that category. University of Miami has a game against Duke tonight. Uh, they've been uh, on a uh, really downward spiral for the last uh, couple of weeks. So we feel for our friend Jim Larinaga, great guy. He had a remarkable season a year ago. Weren't anticipated to go to the Final Four last year. They managed to do it because uh, Jim Larinaga is a great game day coach, and he knows how to motivate a team, and he's not afraid to let his team go out there and play, right? These guys are chucking it from the rafters, from the Coke machine. And uh, Jim's just standing there, arms folded, saying, do it, guys. Come on, let's put it on. Because he figures, yeah, listen, you're going to have to outscore the other team. You can't do that by hanging on to the ball. Yep. Huh, Dean Smith? Yeah. You can't do it by hanging on to the ball. Yeah. Ugliest strategy in the history of sports, devised by one of its legends. Incredible. The four corners. You've got every hamburger All-American on your roster, and you're just playing keep away. Yeah. Saluji, as we used to call it in New York, right? Where you used to keep the ball away from your little sister. And you're thinking, this is fun, right? Let's torture the little kid and uh, force her to cry. <laughs> that was a Dean Smith offense. I think he got it from playing Saluji. I don't know. He probably, uh, unlikely, he's from New York, right? He had kind of a southern charm to him. Yeah, I don't think, Dean I don't, Smith, I'm I don't thinking think he's, he's from the deep from, south somewhere. Or maybe, I don't know, is North Carolina the deep south? It is. I don't think so. <laughs> Listen to these handicapping tools that we're giving people. Yeah. This is incredible, Louie. <laughs> All right, so uh, unlikely, though, that any of the final four teams, with the exception of UConn, which I'm still going to consider to be one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win the tournament, in spite of the loss to uh, Creighton last night, which, uh, I mean, they got got stung. They got absolutely tattooed. It looked like a mismatch uh, in in Creighton's favor. But uh, University of Miami is not going to make it back. Florida Atlantic is not going to make it back. Uh, they're down there, uh, I don't know, do they fall out of the top 25 now after losing this last game to South Florida? South Florida has a really good record in their conference. So, what is that, the American conference they moved into? I, I think so. Yeah, but uh, FAU was Cinderella ride last year, just incredible. Uh, I don't see them coming back to the Final Four this year. Uh, they uh, Did they make the Sweet 16? You have to win two games to make the Sweet 16. Oh, God, they might not make the tournament. Might not. Uh, I don't know. I no, mean, they're uh, in a stupid-ass conference. They've been ranked all year. No, they, they've been ranked all year, but they're right now in their own conference. They're third. That's that. I mean, that conference isn't get, I don't see that conference. The American getting two teams. Yeah, I don't know. They, that, they have oh, to win their Jesus. tournaments to do it. Right. You're right. Oh, my God. It's, not, it's unbelievable. Right. That's <laughs> uh, where hell? our good friend uh, Rick Patino's at with St. John's all of a sudden, which uh, he, he's I mean, a great guy. But Rick Patino, we happen to know him personally from uh, various experiences at the uh, racetrack. Really good guy, really down to earth. I mean, has a reputation that has obviously been embellished in a lot of different directions because of some of his indiscretions. Maybe uh, there might have been some cheating involved at uh, Louisville. Is that possible? <laughs> it's impossible. Are in the freshman dorm. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it's possible that Rick didn't know anything about it. Uh, we want to take him at his word. There you go. My favorite incident was the thing in the Italian restaurant. I think that's the stuff of which legends are made, right? Where the guy throws him the keys and says, Has, have at it. He didn't know the woman was a nutbag. And that's something to be aware of, people. Even the smartest, sharpest people, the people that are the most successful, sometimes forget that the woman is a nutbag. Oh, yeah. And uh, she, she's going to do something uh, that is unfortunately going to bring this to public light, which uh, this woman did as she tried to extort money from Rick Pitino. And finally, he said, I can't take it anymore. And he had to go to the feds. And they said, well, look, I mean, was it smart, Rick, to bang this woman on the... Uh, Table six at that little <laughs> restaurant in Louisville. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe I had a few recruiting violations too. It's possible, but 
He's uh, doing a Linda Blair and the Exorcist now, just spinning his head. Uh, one day he's blaming his players, the next day he's blaming himself. And uh, it turns out, unfortunately, as we were talking about yesterday, that Patino in his first year with the program usually does well, shows improvement. But then it's the second year that you really want to look at. And that may be the case with St. John's. But they're, they're going to have to win uh, the Big East tournament if they're going to make their way into uh, the uh, NCAA tournament. And, and that may be the case for Dusty May uh, at Florida Atlantic. So so that's two of the teams out. And San Diego State loses last night to Utah State. They have a formidable record. But uh, do you see them returning to the Final Four, San Diego State? <clears throat> they really bombed in that final game against UConn. Yeah. Man, did they get uh, just trashed, absolutely thrashed after beating FAU, who had every right to believe that they were going to make it into the championship round. But uh, all of those teams, all three of those teams, uh, far cry from what they were last year especially at UM and FAU. San Diego State, I haven't followed as closely. So there you go. There's an empty statement uh, formulated by a guy (laughs) who really has no foundation in knowledge whatsoever about what's happening, except that I saw they lost to Utah State last night, which uh, I don't know how much of a disgrace that is. But which all leads to the conclusion, Luby, that if you're going to be playing brackets in the NCAA tournament, uh, are you not best to just do like an etch-a-sketch and erase everything that you've seen (laughs) during the regular season? Uh, yeah. In formulating <laughs> opinions and uh, making wagers, which are, are going to be largely encouraged, you would think, by every entity that's televising this thing, including uh, what? Is it uh, TBS? Do they now uh, have a piece of it also? Well, I mean, they're all. Is it Viacom still? I don't know what the. Oh, CBS. The company, uh, they have the whole tournament, right? It's CBS, TBS, TNT, true. They're, they're all under the CBS parent company. So CBS, the main hub, obviously, but like on the weekdays, they're not cutting their soap operas or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And their news programs. So those games are on C-SPAN. They, no, it's TBS. <laughs> you know that. T- every year we're like, where the fuck is True TV? TBS, yeah. TNT, True TV, CBS. I think that's still the case. All right, very good. All right, well, I mean, there, there's a, a little discourse and a dissertation into uh, NCAA uh, tournament uh, bracket handicapping. Talk to the cleaning lady. Even if she speaks in no anglais, uh, just uh, go ahead and get her opinion on every game. Let, let her make her picks. You don't have to go to your dog. You don't have to go to your cat. You don't have to get like a, uh, you know, talking bird of some sort. <laughs> just go straight to the cleaning lady wherever you work and ask her to fill out your bracket for you. And, uh, you know, maybe even just out of generosity, throw her an entry <laughs> on you, no matter how much uh, the pool is. Now, now, what should an office pool be in the modern day, uh, Luby? 20 bucks? 25, I guess. Yeah, 25. 25. Okay. 25, I guess. Or Office 20, pool. Something like I that. I mean, yeah. uh, if you're working at, uh, you know, some tech company in San Jose, 50, what is it, like a dime? 100 yeah, grand. <laughs> thousand bucks to get in. I like these nut bomb, you know, bombs that uh, you go for the $1,000 squares in the Super Bowl. Did you ever see yourself investing no, a thousand no. bucks in the squares? Wow. That takes, uh, I mean, that takes an excess of capital, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yes to uh, let, let yourself be subjected to the arbitrary selection, which with me always ends up with two and eight. Oh, Jesus. Not even eight, right? Two and five. <laughs> Numbers that are almost impossible to, again, no matter what kind of scoring configuration happens during the course of the game. Reminds me of uh, my theme song, which uh, I actually had played at one of my weddings. And it's a great blues number. Uh, you can uh, catch Albert King and Stevie Ray Vaughan on uh, YouTube doing a version of if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Exactly. And with that, we'll uh, we'll uh, make our exit here today. I, I did want to mention this. Uh, the uh, and Major League Baseball Players Union is complaining about some new uniforms. Uh, do you know anything about that story? What what, what could be in the uniforms that they uh, don't care for? I'm not sure. They have little reason to complain to Major League ba- Baseball Players Union. 
You talk about powerful. How about this? Uh, this guy, Gary Sanchez, you're familiar with him? The guy with the Yankees, the Yankees was a hot hitting prospect. Catcher, right? Isn't that the guy yeah. who sucked as catcher? Good hitter, but catcher catch. is uh, broad term. Yeah, so exactly. This is the guy that can't stop a bowling ball. He, he couldn't hit. He could hit somebody he rolled hit. it up there, and they uh, gave him a hockey stick and uh, all of the equipment that a goalie would have. Uh, this guy still would be watching that thing roll right back to the screen. Look at that. Cross lane for the 10 pin. So he can't possibly be useful in the field. I mean, uh, even as a desperation move, if you were down to, uh, you know, two catchers got hurt and you had Sanchez on your roster, you still wouldn't put him behind the plate. Too much of a liability. Uh, he, he's a home runner strikeout guy and uh, mostly strikeout as compared to home runs. Although last year he hit 19 of them with the, uh, I think he was with the Twins. No, he was with the Padres last year. Padres last year. He hit 218, 19 homers, 46 RBIs. Uh, he strikes out uh, about 25-30% of the time that he's at the plate, including in 2022 when he was with the Twins, and he struck out 136 times in 419 at-bats. Oh, Jesus. This, my friends, uh, Gary Sanchez, is going to be the designated hitter probably against lefties for the Milwaukee Brewers this year. You know how much money he's getting? Oh, Jesus. After, uh, I mean, uh, one of the most failed compilation of statistics that you've ever seen in your lifetime, on top of the fact that you can't put a glove on this guy and put him in the field, uh, where you're thinking, well, if we had a power-hitting catcher, uh, that could be a real asset. But the yeah. guy has to be able to catch a ball. That, that's a big key. $7 million, this guy yeah. gets. All right, that was going to say 12. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe that was like a low he's ball. $7 million, and these guys are going to cry about putting on a different uniform? Oh, Holy I mean, Marvin Miller, what are we talking about here? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Wow. I mean, you know, you're always thinking, I, I thought, uh, geez, uh, when my uh, first wife was pregnant with my son, <clears throat> now 41 years old, but uh, I, I always thought about stuffing a nine iron in the womb there because you would want your kid to grow up to be a professional golfer. That looked be, to be far and away the softest spot that you could land in. Oh, yeah. Even though these guys are great. But you can finish uh, like a hundredth in the world and still make a million dollars. Yep, yep. Just in prize money out there on a professional golf tour. And, of course, uh, you're going to benefit from all kinds of endorsements and sponsorship dollars and things of that nature. Going to have a pretty soft life, right? I mean, as witnessed by the times that we've been able to get to the players' buffet yes. before tournaments that we were covering, and you're thinking, man, these guys are treated like royalty. I don't think Prince Harry had it this good when he was in the favor of the king. Incredible. <laughs> but, I mean, to be bitching about this uniform stuff when you got a guy like this, a complete stiff, a complete waste of time, Gary Sanchez, and this guy's going to make $7 million. I guess the 19 home runs uh, would, would justify this kind of expenditure. But uh, it's so limited that you can only have him DH against left-handers and you can't ever play him in the field. And that's a $7 million a year player. Holy Joe DiMaggio, what are we talking about here? Remember, a guy would make hundred grand, and uh, everybody thought, oh, how could you pay that guy 100000 now? Now you got stiffs making $7 million a year in Major League Baseball, and they're still finding reasons to whine. That's pretty uh, ingrateful on the part of the Major League Baseball players who uh, have always had the strongest union ever since the days yep. of the uh, late, great Marvin Miller. All right, uh, we have to get out of here. I wish we could unionize like that. That would be fantastic. Imagine just being a total failure as a media member <laughs> and still making $7 million a year. It's, I'm like, uh, you know, I wish I could restate my desires in my uh, high school yearbook about what you want to be. I want to be a failed football coach. Exactly. Just get paid off the balance of a you know ridiculously fat contract after uh, falling flat on my face. Holy Jimbo Fisher. Incredible. <laughs> All right, so uh, be careful, people. Your selections start to formulate an opinion, and then uh, before the tournament starts and you fill out your bracket, take the cleaning lady out to lunch. <laughs>
Tell her you appreciate everything she's doing and just uh, shove a little bracket in front of her and go, well, would you mind filling this out? <laughs> exactly. A little survey? That would be great. <laughs> All right. We have to get out of here. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere. Not too loud, but good energy. Reasonable prices and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, <laughs> no pun meant there are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched, steaks hand-cut every day, everything, and I mean everything is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation, because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup, all you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. From the newly renovated sports bar to the beautiful bayside views captured at the Tiki Bar, Jimmy Johnson's Big Chill has it all. Located at mile marker 104, the Big Chill also offers waterfront dining while experiencing breathtaking sunset views of the Florida Keys. It's simply the hottest spot in the Keys to cool off. That's Jimmy Johnson's Big Chill at mile marker 104 in Key Largo. For more information, call today at 305-453-9066. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.